0: Um You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hey, hello! It is the Go Birds podcast, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. I have no voice. That sucked. That was about all I got. Like, what, what, a, what a disgrace! What a horrible performance! What a earmuffs one, two, three! I never cursed this early. What a shitty fucking night in Dallas. It sucks. Let me tell you, it sucks to be in your jersey in another stadium and watch your team get their asses kicked. So, uh, I don't have a voice. I will say I met a, a so many amazing Eagles fans. We'll get into that. Shout out to fans of Philly here in Dallas. But Elliot, uh, I, look, I, I've been defending this team all season. I'm not like that. Sucked. I'm concerned. That was a concerning loss. That was a concerning lack of effort. That was a concern when the three best fucking players on your offense fumble the ball. Like no one freaking brought it in a in a in a massive game. Like that sucked. They sucked.
1: This sucked. How are you? <laughs> Sounds like I'm doing better than you. Um look, I think there's there's two kind of parts of this pod. And we'll do the second part obviously second because it's the second part. But I do think like what you said is the fair way to start this pod. What happened last night in Dallas was unacceptable. It was I mean, when me and you were taking the bus to the stadium. We were having a conversation about You know, if you ranked the the franchises over the last however many years, like 15, 10, whatever you wanted to do, like, where would the Eagles be? And we both agreed that they are one of the better franchises, you know, top whatever of the last 10, 15 years. And last night is not like a referendum on them as a franchise. They're a great franchise. But just on a smaller scale, like to lose to San Francisco and then come back with that, like. That's the worst possible outcome. What happened last night was the worst possible outcome. There's a world where they could have lost that game and the pod is still like, hey, they played well, like whatever. They no-showed. And there were some positives, but the negatives far outweighed what? the What? Did. What? What? I didn't see a single pod. Not one. one. So, I mean, not they're, one they're, positive from that game for me. Not they one. They did move the ball. They did oh, move stop. the ball up. But uh. they did. I mean, they did. But but they scored like, six points on offense. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. The offense was there were no As overall. far
0: as I'm concerned, there were zero positives. Like, at, no, know. that's not fair. It, I, it seems like no one got hurt, you know, in a major. Well, way. the best so, teams guess. I guess. Away. I <laughs> guess that's the the one uh, one thing is is people did yeah. get hurt, but otherwise, yeah, no well, positives.
1: Reed Blankenship did get a concussion. So, oh like, well, you know.
0: there you go. So, like I said,
1: nothing. Right. So, Uh, regardless, I guess what I'm saying is, like, it was a no-show. The offense only scored, like you said, I think it was six points. uh, It was six points. for for when the game mattered. The defense. Period. 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 Elliot,
0: they scored six points, period, on offense. They scored seven on a Jalen Carter touchdown. That was it. Yeah.
1: yeah, Defense. Yeah, right. Right, right. So, yeah, the defense was bad, for sure. The offense was terrible. Like, and I just think what was most concerning is just that that's, that's what they brought. You know, like, like again, there's a world where if they lose the game, you're saying, well, hey, like, the offense scored 35 points, and, like, you know, it's tough to stop Dallas in, in Dallas and, like, whatever. All week, this team, and I, I was in there, like, this team was talking about how they needed to send a message. This team was talking about how, you know, like, J, uh, AJ Brown said, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see. And that's what they brought. Like, to me right now, this team, and obviously we've always been a baseball pod, so this will be a baseball mm-hmm. analogy. This team right now, to me, looks like a hitter, like a, a like a great hitter that has no idea what they're doing at the mm-hmm. point. Like – like, I, I I don't think they're a bad team. I don't think this is a team that tricked us the first, like, 11 games of the season. I think they are, to continue with it going, one of the best hitters in the league. Maybe they're not the best hitter, like we thought, but they are not, like, the ninth best team. They are not, like, a a, a bad team. They are a team that, to me, is broken right now. And in an odd way and maybe you know this is like a sick way to look at it like that's almost more comforting i think than than if it was like they have this fatal flaw that's been there all year and they have some of them but i just think they look lost like being in the locker room last night it reminded me like the way they were talking reminded me of like when i've covered bad eagles teams like 2018 2019 just you know with hey we know we can play better we're going to have to prove it like fletcher cox is saying It's time to find out who's really on board and who's not. And he he did say he believes in everybody, but, you know, this is where you find out. Um, So they are just like they are a team lost at sea. They are lost at the plate. They are flailing. They are broken like the, the that's where they are right now. I don't think that's who they are overall. Like, I don't think what we've seen the last two games is who this Eagles team is. It's who they are right now. The question is, can they get out of it? Like that, that, that is really the question moving forward, who is going to step up, what coach is going to have an answer, who's going to make a play like they need, they need a hit like to, to keep with the baseball thing. They so badly need like a home run where like they can get their confidence back. And I think what you're seeing, like another kind of result of this schedule is they can't catch their breath, you know, like, like they, they, they can't step back and like get an easy win. Like they need a slump buster. And like they they can't get out of it. And what I saw last night was just a team that so badly needs a reset. Yeah, I look, I think that's
0: all fair. I love the hitter analogy. I think it's a good analogy. I agree with you. I don't like all, all of a sudden after i um, look, I've talked about the ebb and flow of the NFL all year. Like I don't think the Eagles are bad now. But I do think to a point you made in that that you know um you know speech you gave there, diatribe, whatever you want to call it, um, that I that I agree with. Really, everything you said. Um I But I think that the concerning thing is, like, like, have they run out of steam? You know, like, it is possible that this team is kind of hitting a wall. And that, to your point, going all the way last year and coming that close to winning and then coming back and doing it again and going through this schedule, this gauntlet, like... Cause again, it's not like they're they're losing guys to injury. It's not like like it just looks like they're to your point. They're falling apart. They they look broken. Yeah. So kinda, I think they're fall
1: kinda, I think kinda they like, falling. Kind of like kind
0: of like my voice, yeah. you know. And I apologize. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know who do, who uh, we should all know. And I was going to lose my voice in Dallas. I mean, duh. But right, um, right. you know, uh, uh, like. Look, I, I'm with you. I, I think, I honestly, I don't really, I think we could probably just add in the pod after your dive drive. I think you nailed it. <laughs> but like, you know, except for the part that like I am, I am more concerned than you in the sense that like I, I am, I still th- believe in this team and the toughness and the resiliency and all that. But like, it's looking like the last two games, like they're just like out of gas, you know? Like they don't have anything left in the tank when they need something, they can't get it done. And then when you add into that, that the toughness and resiliency and all that was the the calling card for this team. And then to show up like that in Dallas yesterday, and I know, you know, it's just two weeks in a row and all that, but, like, that was, like, to your – like, a total freaking no-show. And that was yeah. the kind of thing yeah. where it's like, all right, like like – I, the loss of them against San Francisco in that spot, as I said many times with the snaps, and all like I'm a, I wasn't gonna freak out over that. I'll freak out over this. Like, like that's you had that loss against San Francisco. You had a week to come in here. I know Dallas had ten extra days and all that. But to your point, like they could have lost the game and looked like they were. F- Freaking playing football like again like Jalen fumble first drive AJ fumble Devont has that ever happened yeah. Have the three of those guys ever fumbled in a game together I can't imagine well, I don't that's know happened if you, I, don't I mean know like if you
1: saw this but No it's the it's I the saw nothing game. Elliot Elliot yeah, I literally I know, I'm, not I I'm not kidding
0: I'm not kidding I looked at zero last night I did not hear one quote from a player from a coach I did not see one tweet about the game I did not see one stat about it I shut it the Bleep down! I I honestly left the, uh, left the stadium at thirty thirteen. I didn't even see it could become thirty three thirteen. I mean, no, to wait later. Like I wanted nothing bleep nothing bleeping to do with this game once it was over. Nothing.
1: Well, isn't it crazy how much different it is to watch a game live than it is home? Oh,
0: play? it's <laughs> so different, dude. It's yeah. like I hate it. No offense. Well, hey, I'm well, so sorry, guys. It's a better product at home. But well, what I what I didn't hate is the trip. We'll talk about fans of Philly. Like that was yeah, the sure. by f- the, oh, the saving grace of this weekend was the people we met and the times we had. But dude, like that again. I said it in the open, Elliot. Like uh, honestly, there might be other than you know like losing the Super Bowl or whatever. I'm talking like just a, a regular fan experience. There might be no worse fan experience than wearing your. I keep wanting to curse, dude. This is the most I've ever wanted. Like I, I know I curse in the know. open. I keep pulled I keep wanting to say. Uh, like, you're in your freaking jersey in another team stadium, especially a rival, while they kick your ass. Like, that is, like, the worst feeling I have had as a sports fan outside of losing championship games. Like, it sucked, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, I kept thinking, um, you know, you ended up uh, – you could talk more about where you were sitting. But, like, you ended up kind of sitting not with the whole <laughs> – I was by game. myself. <laughs> well, I was going to say it does – I was thinking how much, like – you know how this weekend went from like the ultimate euphoria, like you texting me, like and me responding, like you know this is amazing, yep. what a great weekend yep. we're having. We're seeing so many people, like da da da, and then to like <laughs> you sitting in Dallas by, in the my, Dallas station with a bunch of Cowboys fans around me. me. Yeah, it, was, it was, thank
0: God for this one Cowboys shout out to Eddie, the nicest Cowboys fan I met anytime, and I wasn't talking. Crap at all. I was sitting right. there silently for most of it, you know, we're not, you know what I mean? But like, there were Eagles fans and Cowboys fans kind of going out, and this guy kept just being like, chill out. All right, like, enough of this. It's football. And I, and we, me and Eddie were talking. He was a good guy. But like, yeah, yes. it like, but it sucked because there were tons of Eagles fans. Like, I was by myself at the group, but like, there were Eagles fans around. Yeah. Fans. So. It was the
1: most fans I've we seen. We all, in all got
0: embarrassed
1: last night. So it was yeah. great. And, you know, to, to kind of circle back to the game, what I was going to say was, this is the first time. Under Nick with Nick Seriani as a head coach and Jalen as the quarterback, they've not scored an offensive touchdown. Wow. So like while they did move the ball, and I, I wasn't trying to like promote the offense. I was just saying that the the problem last night was the turnovers. Like they they. Well, I, the problem probably, was
0: everything, man. The problem was the, the turnovers, was no, the yeah. defense and
1: the offense. I think yeah, oh, that we'll, was we'll a to
0: a total yeah. team loss. Other than Jake Elliott, and even then, his kicks were close. That and also got outshined by maybe the best kicker I've ever seen. Like unbelievable that kid in Dallas. Like yeah. holy crap. Like well, I've he, always said soccer players. Dude, are the best that athletes. sixty yarder that he hit. Uh, like be I would That's where I was sitting. I was sitting kind of behind the end zone there. Like. I like. I thought it might hit me. It was like it, I, I could have gone from eighty. It felt
1: like that kid's unbelievable. Yeah, but um, I like my my biggest big picture concern overall with the team. I I truly don't believe they have a lack of talent. Like I think I think they have enough talent to go and beat any team. And it, it's also interesting how you weren't that. Worried after the San Francisco game because you really didn't think you thought that was going to be a super tough game, right? And I was more like, uh oh. And, and then, then after the, this, yeah, because you thought this was gonna- <laughs> Yeah, because you thought they were going to win, and I was like, they have almost no chance to win this game. So, like, I, I you know, it's an interesting juxtaposition. It is. I think that I think the truth is kind of in the middle where, like, to your, and, you know I think it was good you were in the stands because I think a lot of fans feel exactly how you feel this morning like even if you were at home that was just awful like, ev- like I was everyone was super excited for the game it starts like and then it was just an and, awful and and experience.
0: Elliot it's something we talked about so much going in it was such a big game for this Eagles team yes. we all agreed yes. the Eagles needed it more considering the rest of the schedule and, and then for the Eagles to to have a chance to just put their foot on the throat of the division and, and, and have the one seed right in their sights and to, and to do that you know that 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 yeah. Two.
1: You know? Well, I just think so, like, so when you think about you remove the emotion of it to an extent and just think like where is this team at? Like like where are they and where can they be? The one thing or I guess there's at least on offense I'll say. The one thing on, on offense that I don't know if they can fix is the turnovers. Like it's it's been all year. And it's and I don't know how you like coach up taking turnovers. Away. Like I know Nick Sirianni emphasizes it. Like when we're in the press conference room, there is a, in the, where, where they hold the team meetings. There is a massive sign. It has to be the size of like a car, if not bigger, r- right, right above the podium that says like, hold on to the ball and how to take the ball away. So for all of Sirianni's flaws, and we can definitely get into them. One thing he emphasizes without question is ball security. I saw it in, tra- I saw it in training camp. Like but they're they're not they're not good with the ball and AJ fumbling it is not completely out of character like he's had a little bit of fumble issues. Devontae fumbling it is out of character, but Jalen has now turned the ball over fifteen, 15 times, times yeah. fifteen times in thirteen games. Like that's and the fumbling is what's what's bad too. Like the interceptions, yeah, you he ca- look and at he's kind of
0: he's kind of cut down on the inter. Like it's been a while since the interceptions right. seem like the problem.
1: In the interceptions, you can go through the 10 and be like, all right, well, this one, DeAndre Swift goes that way. This You know, like, I, I get that the interceptions are not like him just constantly putting the ball in harm's way. The ter- the, the fumbles are, and the fumbles have kind of been a problem with him throughout his career a little bit. Like he, I mean, we all like kind of look past it, but in 2020, when he played those last few games, he fumbled it a ton. In 2021, he fumbled it a little bit. Like last year might be a bit of an anomaly when it comes to him fumbling the ball, just because of how much he runs with it. But you know, when Carson started to turn the ball over, I thought it kind of dripped down through the whole team. When like, and we talked about this with Josh Allen before the Bills game, when you have a quarterback that turns the ball over, it just it, it goes throughout the whole roster. And right now, Jalen is a quarterback that turns the ball over. Like, he just is. Like, even in the Bills game, when, you know, my whole thing going into the game was, oh, Jalen doesn't turn over and Josh Allen does. He turned it over twice in that game. And last night, opening drive of the game, like, and, you know, they had the two penalties and the, the opening drive wasn't great, but they did get down. Like, they were in the 30, like, moving the ball, and he fumbles the ball. I mean, it's another week where – you know, you go – if the first quarter goes a little differently, maybe, you know, things turn out not, you know, different. Like last year – or last week Good with line. the red zone against the 49ers. But, like, overall, this offense right now, <laughs> they're just as bad as the defense in a lot of ways. Like, I think they have – I think they're
0: more disappointing. Turn- I think the defense is worse, and we'll get to that. The defense sure. was yeah. – we'll get to that. But but I agree. I think the offense is more disappointing right now because the defense, you know – And, the, I, and you even, know you know, the defense stinks, you know, but, but the
1: offense is – is what's supposed to carry and, and I think I think Jalen has to catch some heat for that. I, like, I agree, I totally agree. He's the franchise guy, like without it, a doubt, Buff- without a doubt, against Buffalo. He put his Superman cape on and deserves credit for doing that. And we that haven't bad. seen like, that guy since, and we haven't seen it since. No, like, the two arguably biggest games of the year, like Kansas City, certainly up there, but it, division, like oh, you know, I'm sorry, conference, like all those things. He's been bad, like, and I think what's almost worse in a way, and this qualifies as being bad is he's almost just kind of been, like, blah. Like, like he's not, like, he's not, like, throwing the ball all over the place. And, like, da, da, Like it's just kind of like he hasn't even played. Like, I, he's made a few nice plays, like, here and there. But it's more so, like, when, he, when the offense is on the field, they just don't do anything. And, like, what's crazy is, to your point, I think uh, you're right. Like, thanks for correcting me there. The offense is not as bad as the defense. And we'll get into that when we transition. But, like, man they are not getting the ball in the end zone right now (laughs) and like they're moving it they're just not scoring as much and that has to fall on Jalen like if we're gonna praise Jalen after wins then these two embarrassing losses like there's an on the field job as a quarterback and there's off the field job and Jalen has failed at both of those over the last two games he has not stepped up the way a franchise quarterback is supposed to step up and also like I don't know. I I, I think Jalen, and we've said it before, is one of the most like responsible, like mature 25-year-olds you'll meet in any walk of life, let alone in the position he's in. So I guess far be it from me to tell Jalen how to act because he knows what he's doing. He's incredibly successful in life. But there was a part of me last night that when like things were kind of flailing, like, like show the, some the, fire. Si- yeah. Like the sitting on the bench quietly thing. Like I get it. And I, I, I get that like that's a positive in a lot of ways. But, man, it would be nice sometimes to, you know, to see him kind of, like, get up and, like, do stuff. I, so maybe I'm nitpicking there. But I thought last night when it felt like everything was, like, hitting rock bottom, and that's definitely where it is, just the pictures I see on Twitter of him sitting there dead deadpan on the sideline, like, don't really – don't add to, to my belief that he's going to turn it around.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I think, you know, you want to see some fire. Even when they were driving late, you know, before – not the last drive, but the last, like, couple drives. And they're down, you know – 14 and then 17 or whatever just and then you know Devontae fumbled and whatever but like it just felt like there wasn't an urgency and i know his calmness and his coolness in situations is kind of how they've been able to come back in games and all that but like i'm with you like it felt like it was just kind of like all right let's just go out maybe we'll turn it over again and give the ball back to dallas and we'll get home you know like that was the vibe that it felt like whatever the offensive field was like all right let's go you know, maybe it'll be three, maybe it'll be six, maybe it'll be ten, but one way or the other, we we won't put any points on the board. We'll give the ball back to Dallas, and we've done our job. Like that's what well, it felt like, you know. Like watching the game, and also
1: in the in the fourth quarter, like with seven minutes to go, I think they were down. Yes, on, they were down know, like seventeen, 17 and they're just yeah. like walking around. Yeah, yes. like It's like it's like they didn't know how much time it was. There like was. it was, like, it was crazy to watch, and and, uh, and that'll good. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say that'll bring me to kind of my, my next point. All right. Well, then hold on. hold point. I'm not
0: done then yet. Let me get back on what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, All right. So wait a it, sec. Ahead, yeah. So then, so that's incredibly frustrating, but also like, so I do think part of the Jalen thing too, I do think when I was there live, it is wild. You can tell like guys are not open. Like guys are not open. Yeah, like consistently the throws that Jalen had to make. And I do think, look, I think Jalen deserves a ton of blame. Rip him. Let's also rip Devontae and AJ yesterday. Like that—that that was probably the worst game I've seen Devontae play as an Eagle. Uh, obviously, the fumble included. AJ lackadaisical. That fumble was outrageous. That ball early on down the sideline, kind of to his other side, was it, he got yeah, to yeah. make that yep. catch? Got to make that catch. There's so many spots. Yeah. Devontae in the end zone. That was a tough catch. Got to make that catch. Like, like those guys did not step up at all. Like Dallas Goddard felt like was the only guy out there, like throwing his body around and trying to make plays. And and I, I like so. For starters, I think I think the entire offense deserves blame for how how putrid it was. But yeah, dude, like Jalen, from a mentality perspective, sure, but also just from a play perspective, like to your yeah. point, you know, uh, Jalen has not been as dynamic. He has not looked as dynamic uh, other than that Buffalo game the last few weeks, and and it's a problem. Like, there's no question. And look, no, I think he's probably I- <laughs> banged up. I think. You know, he's going through it and, and clearly the team is going through it, but he's not been good enough. But, but again, I, I also guys got to help him out too. Like he did make some throws there that, that absolutely should have been caught, should have been made. But at the end of the day, like he's the quarterback, he's the leader, he's the, the, you know, highest signed guy, like all that stuff. Like he has to be better. Like there is no other way to put it both on the field mentality wise. I'm not going to rip him. I like, I, I, I would like to see what I would like to see. You know, it's worked mostly for him. Let's not forget again, while, you know, as as 2, one, two, three, shitty, I can't use any other word, shitty the last two games have been and the what's seeming like a magical season cratering feels like, um, you know, I, Jalen is, has had a more good than bad this season from him, sure. you know, so I, I don't want to sure. like, you know, oh my God, he's the worst. But man, like, yeah, the last two games have been a disaster. And in the two biggest, and the to the point I made earlier, the question is, is like, is it just a, a, a team that needs a hit? Or is it a team that can't get a hit anymore because they're too freaking tired? Like, is it is it Castellanos last year or is it Castellanos two years ago? Like, are they just done or not? And and my concern is that they've run out of steam here and that this schedule and last season and the time over time has just has just you know kind of been too much and i'm not there yet like we'll see how they look but like I, that's the concern you know
1: So I think that those are all fair concerns right now, and I think that's what I'm what I'm watching too. Like I think they have flaws, but they also just—it's so funny. I'm using the tired thing now this week, but like they just—they look like like I think like if I could give them anything, I'd be like, let me just press pause. Yeah, they look tired. They look (laughs) beat up. They look like all right
0: enough. Like that's what it felt like when I was trying to say with taking the offense. It just felt like they were like all right, I guess we'll go out there again.
1: You know, like it was just like that kind of feeling. But and that's and that's disappointing. But like before we get into the coaching, which is where I was going to go, the last thing I'll say well, to you and the
0: defense, point, we got to do the defense. And the,
1: yeah, no, right for sure. But I'm guessing that'll be a lot of of coaching. But um, like their biggest problem in some ways is their great players are just not playing great. <laughs> like like AJ dropping the ball, Devonte. I don't know if you've seen a replay of that one in the end zone. I haven't. I think, like so, in my opinion, it looks like it was just a tough throw that I thought was a little outside of his reach. It like, looked hard. It looked it, hard. But, yeah, I don't think I wouldn't qualify it as a drop. But regardless, Devontae dropped another pass in the game. He fumbled the ball. Like their great players just aren't playing great. Like they have so many special players on this offense, and like, the run Devontae's game they can't the
0: move the ball. Like Swift, exactly, they can't and move so, the ball.
1: I, I think like while the coaching deserves to be criticized and we'll do that now. Like ultimately, man, like there's a reason. Uh, Jalen makes two hundred fifty million. AJ makes a hundred million, and Sirianni makes like three million. You know, like 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 the, your, your special players have to make. Yeah, plays. remember
0: and when AJ they, Brown was MVP of the league? What happened to that? They showed the the yeah. stat leaders last night on the board. I couldn't believe it. Like he's fourth in receiving yards now. Like yeah. you know yeah. it was like him and Tyreek Hill. Well, nope, Tyreek Hill, just him. He's the best. Sorry guys. So
1: all right, so here's what I was gonna say about the coaching. While so I think like. I, in my opinion, there is a gap between the criticism Sirianni and Desai should get and the criticism Brian Johnson gets. Brian Johnson deserves blame. He's not done a great job this year. But I've seen a lot of people lumping together him and Desai. The offensive numbers overall are like considerably better than the defensive numbers. Like, considerably. Like, they are saying they are more talented
0: them. and have more invested they are in, in offense, sure. too. Though. They
1: are. They are. They are. But I, I just think to transition to the defense, like, like Desai might just be bad. <laughs> like I don't. Like I don't know what right, i Right, but say. also
0: like, dude, that defense sucked last night. Like they got. No pressure for the first half of the game. Like, where are the horses? Where are the big dudes? Where are the I guys with who that. get sacks? With like, like if this were, and look, so this is what I'm saying. Like, if it were, I think if it were the Gannon style defense, it would have looked exactly the same. Like, I don't think the coaching was the issue. I think the execution, the plays, these guys don't make. Look, I'm not saying the coaching's good, but it was the same philosophical thing that Gannon's doing for the most part. It's, it, they're not getting home. Like, you're not going to win if your front four aren't getting home in that defense. And the front four never got home until the very end of the game when it were, you know, the third, yeah. where it didn't matter anymore. Like, So I I think, and look, I think Desai has not been good, but I also think, like, they lost five starters on defense, and I think that that is coming to roost, that's coming to bear, like, they're taking pieces and trying to put them in and mix and match, and none of it works, they are only good at defensive line, like, everyone else is bad, like, or bad to average to bad, like, they're all, they're all, like, not good enough. And I think Zach Cunningham's a fine yeah. player. And I think Darius Slay is solid now. But, like, there is nothing elite on the back end of the defense. Well, Zero. Plays. Zero sure. elite. They're, Zero. Yeah, and, like, they're, for, yeah. they're dude, they're getting gashed. They're getting destroyed. Yeah. And, yes, Desai deserves a ton of blame, too. I'm not trying to defend Desai. I'm just trying to say it's the whole freaking thing. And I don't. I don't know if a defensive coordinator could, could could make this too much better. I'm sure someone could do better. Don't get me wrong. But I do think a, a big problem is the personnel as well.
1: So I, I agree with that. And I do think that ultimately a coordinator can really only be as good as his pass rush. And the pass rush has not been good. Like, Hassan Reddick got a sack last night. But Josh Sweat. By the, the way, Hassan, you name, don't
0: need to retweet people saying congrats on double-jitted sacks last night. That was one thing I did see. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it this morning before recording. I'm like, dude, like. Congrats. Like, not now.
1: Yeah. The timing's not great on that. But, like, Jalen Carter, I know he had the touchdown last night, so it's – like, he hasn't been as impactful. Like, the defensive line has not been as good. I would just say with Desai, like, so he's been in charge of a defense three times in his career, and they've been bad all three times. Well, when was the Bears? I
0: mean, that Bears defense. Okay, I'm just saying, they were
1: bad in Chicago. They were bad in Seattle. Look, it's fair.
0: It's fair. Again, I I think – and I'm going to do this for both Johnson and Desai. Like I do think that you know, it's hard to destroy someone in their first year getting used to the the plays and And again, Desai has been a defense coordinator one time. He was an associate head coach the other time. So it's only a second yeah, time. I, mean, I
1: think that kind of counts for what. It's
0: I mean, he wasn't right, calling the defensive. He wasn't calling the defensive plays. So like that, I don't. I, I don't think it does. But regardless, look, 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 I think that. I, I definitely think they deserve blame. But I think, look, what was the, you know, coming into the season of all the concerns that people brought up, and you talked about the schedule and you talked about, you know, coming off the Super Bowl and all that. The one I kept saying concerns me the most by far is the two new coordinators. Like, that is a really, it was the first time in 25 years that a team had lost their offensive and defense coordinator, like in the same offseason, yeah, you know, like it's it like it was yeah, foolish to think that that wasn't going to be some sort of an issue. And I think that it's turned into a bigger one than a lot of people expected. Including me.
1: So, yeah, I, I agree. I just, man, I just always, like, when I see Twitter being, like, you know, fire Brian Johnson. Oh, yeah, no, no, design, I'm like, with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, like, like point the finger where it belongs. At Nick Sirianni. Like, Nick, Nick is the head coach of the team. Nick is the one that sets, to, to an extent, the defensive philosophies. Like, like, like to your point about the Gannon versus this year, last year, like, I don't like the defense. Looks kind of the same. Like they don't want to give up big plays. They trust the pass rush. They hope they get a lead and they can pin their ears back and like that. That and they they try not to give up big plays. Like so, Sirianni deserves blame for the offense. And I think ultimately, while Desai, it's a different situation because he's a defensive guy. Like Sirianni is the head coach he's not the offensive coach he's not the defensive coach he's the head coach everything that goes on in that field he is responsible for and I know he says that and sometimes it sounds like coach speak but it is the truth like under under Sirianni their defense has had a certain philosophy and I think that like I I believe in it to an extent like don't give up big plays make the quarterbacks make a lot of little decisions but what it's turned into now is like they can't get off the field on third down whether it's third and long or whatever they can't get off the field and Sirianni deserves a ton of blame for if your whole thing is going to be like dog mentality and like what. Like, like they no showed last night in the two biggest games of the year. They, to an extent, no showed San Francisco. They got blown out. And I think you're right. Like it looks like they basically gave up in that game. And then last night, like they basically weren't there from the jump. So I just I get the decide thing. I don't think he's done a good job. Like the he hasn't. He hasn't done really a good job. Bad. I'm not
0: trying to say he's done a good job. Don't let me. I'm, I don't think he has right. done no, good I know,
1: job. I know you're not. But the, then there's also part. Of it's like they've played bad. They've played really tough quarterbacks. Like I think their defensive numbers are somewhat inflated by playing great quarterbacks yeah. every week. But but regardless, the defense has been really bad. They, they're dead last in the league on third down. Like that. That's unacceptable. Unexpected. And they're near then. They're near the bottom of the league. I think they might be thirtieth in red zone defense. So like the the money downs. Like when it matters. Like they're not making plays, and that ultimately does fall on the side. But like the coordinators are so easy to point point fingers at. Like Nick and Jalen have not been good enough the last two games. Like they just they haven't been, and those are the two people that are supposed to carry the team. Nick is the head coach. He's the one that's supposed to make sure the offense is good. It's not on Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson like is not the the top figure with the offense. Like Nick is. It's an offensive head coach. Like the only reason Brian's calling plays is because Nick couldn't do it. You know. So like I I, I just I think Nick deserves more blame on the offense than than Brian Johnson. And on defense, Desai definitely deserves blame. But like I think we 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 kind of just like forget Nick's blame in this. Like he's in those defensive meetings. Like he he uh, uh, gives feedback. He sets certain philosophies when they when they change coordinators. Like I thought the belief was in the team and from Nick is like, "Yeah, we're going to hire someone to like I agree with their philosophies." Like I think he even said like when oh, he, he said it's coach, my philosophy. Exactly, yeah. right? Like as long as I'm head coach, there's certain things we're going to do here. So I get the coordinators are easy to point fingers at. I'm not defending the coordinator's job they've done. I just think sometimes there's a little bit of emotional coping with like it's it just sucks to criticize Nick and Jalen. I don't know else to say it. Like I don't like criticizing them. I like being around them. I like them. I think Nick's a great guy. I think Jalen. You know, I don't. He, to be honest, he's not as personable as, as Nick. <laughs> but like he he's he's also like you know I have no issue with him. Like I think I want him to succeed in life. Like he's a likable person. But like they're the problem right now. Like they're they're the they. You know, I use this analogy all the time, but. A, you know, you're only as good as your quarterback. And like right now, the the car itself might not look as nice from the outside as it used to. Like it's not as shiny. At the, but like the engine is also not functioning at a high level. And the engine is Nick and Jalen. The engine is not Brian Johnson and Sean Desai.
0: So I I absolutely agree with that. I think Nick Sirianni deserves the most blame of the coaches. And again, while remembering they're ten and three, you know, uh, which well, really is and have some really big wins and have some really big. What'd you say?
1: Let me just say one quick thing and I'm sorry, I know I've spoken a lot God, over no, it's you all today. Good. Like a lot of things I've seen too on Twitter is like, oh, this is who they were all along. That's this is not who they were no. all along. They 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 might they got their have their asses been, beat. Like they might have had yeah, tight games, like, but they won those tight games. Right. And like they, they just this is not who they were. I don't know what else to say. They like, scored they 37
0: points three two weeks ago against the Bills. Right. Like, exactly. You know?
1: Yes. They they are playing poorly right now and may and like yes, some issues that were present are still there and now they're losing because of it but I firmly disagree with the idea that this is like exposing the fact they've been bad all along. I don't believe that's You know how I feel.
0: I've I've defended the team and I still believe it. And I think it's in their ebb and flows, the NFL and all that. But, but this is, and again, I, you know, the point was Sirianni. that's why I said, let's remember they're 10 and three that on the whole, he has done a good job this year. like, but yeah. these last two weeks, you absolutely have to to rip him for it. I mean, this team is not and again, last week I gave him more of a pass. I can't do that this week. Like this team has no showed. And and that's on the head coach. Like your team showing up being ready to play, being focused, being locked in. Like that's on you. You gotta get your guys ready. And then obviously the coordinator part of it, I, I totally agree. You know, I think Look, I think everyone deserves blame, but but the the peak of it should be a Nick, especially the point we just talked about, where there are two brand new coordinators. Nick is the the common factor. Nick is the one yeah. who was part of the Super Bowl thing and is back and leading the way. So I a hundred percent agree with you. I will say that when we talk about Nick and Jalen and all that, like if we're, if you're asking me, like, because look, <laughs> you know, there's a. Uh, I don't feel this as more, but the Eagles can still win the Super Bowl this year. I know it doesn't feel like that, they can. you know. They but can. So, yeah. so like I know it doesn't feel they're like that after the last odds. two weeks, exactly. Like, yeah. So it's not, you know. I think the overreaction again. Now people could have Maybe said that the Niners lost three in a row, <laughs> and I know they didn't get beat as bad, but like you know, there's so many again ebbs right. and flows of the season. So well, last so,
1: year the Chiefs lost to the Bengals yeah, and the Bills. Look,
0: and the and Chiefs are eight and five. Yeah. All right, you know. So like, I, I like right. the, it happens, but and and I do. Agree with you that these last two games that you look at Nick and Jalen and say, guys, like you have to be better in it. And it starts there. But, right. but if I have to say right now on Monday, December 11th, what do I think is the most likely thing that keeps the Eagles from winning the Super Bowl? It's not being able to stop anyone on defense. Like, I think I, that ultimately, yeah. like that is the biggest, most glaring because I could see Jalen coming back and being good again. We've seen it. I could see Nick figuring it out on offense and them looking better, at least to your point, like they did earlier in the season, if it's not perfect. Like, I don't know if this defense is fixable.
1: Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I don't. Now, look, my whole philosophy is that it doesn't you know, matter. Defense, right, right. But, but like. The offense has to be better, too. So I, to your point, I agree. Like, I can picture a world. I could even see it next Monday night where the Eagles score into the 30s. Like, I I, I don't think the offense is permanently broken. They have too much talent there. But the, the belief I had early in the year when Desai was, like, shutting down Patrick Mahomes, that doesn't look as great right now. Like, the good performance against the Dolphins. Like, in the context of, like, the whole season, you know, like, it – it's getting tougher to, to feel good about the defense. Like, there was times where I think we felt good about the Totally.
0: And right? like, it felt like they might they, they might not be great all game, but when you need a big play, they're going to come through and get a stop for you, which right. is and what I said coming into the season. Like, that was like the Chiefs' D last year. Like, you don't have to have the best defense in football. You just need a defense that's going to get you a couple stops when you need it and let your offense score.
1: And they cannot get stops yeah. on third downs. They're also, I think, like 26 in the league in first downs allowed by, first down, by a penalty. So uh, it's not surprising.
0: <laughs> now, to be fair, I will say early in that game, especially yesterday, like, the, I mean, it was some of the worst officiating, I remember. in recent. You could see it live. Like, apparently on TV, they kept showing the replays. It was even worse. But the holding penalties live were unbelievable. And that pass interference on Darius Slay... Is among the worst pass interference calls I have seen all season. Like that was a disastrous and a massive call. And to your point, like those type of calls, especially at Slate, like the Eagles get the ball back. Like the you know the the uh, one that led to the touchdown. Like there are so many things that like um, you know if they go so out a different way, maybe it said. feels different. But but ultimately, right. like you know this defense can't get stops. So it feels like even if they had gotten the pe- called the penalty, then they just would have gotten it on the next down. You know, it just it, it so, just doesn't feel like they're gonna get stops.
1: I was surprised. So I asked Nick after the game what he thought of the Jordan – of them picking up the flag on the touchdown. Oh, that was unbelievable. So he said he agreed with it. Wow. I I, I don't know what video they have, but he said, like, the information they had, they thought it was a good call. And, like, he's okay with them picking up flags because he'd rather they talk about it than just stick to the call. But, like, my thing is – I don't know, man. Like, I thought it would have been a weak holding call in general. I don't think it was super egregious. I don't think the hold impacted the play. But, man, if you're going to throw the flag there, like, I don't know what the discussion is in the huddle. that, Like, is you know, like, I saw him hold. Like, no, you didn't. Like, I, I don't know what the discussion is there to pick it up. Like, my issue is more at picking up the flag there. But I was surprised that Nick said, uh, you know, Nick said that he thought it was a good call. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And who knows why? That you're, To your point, there are other reasons. All right. um, I want to get to uh, the trip itself in a sec. I, I don't honestly I'm. I don't much more to say. we got to get on a plane and do all that stuff. Um, you got anything else on the game before we talk about actually being here, which was the one good part of this whole thing? Yeah.
1: Um, Not really. I guess, you know, just kind of what I've been saying. Like, this super sucks right now. But as you always say, like, the ebbs and flows are the ebbs and flows. And I truly do believe a month from now we'll all be talking about this team much differently. I, I don't think this is going to completely fall apart, I guess is my point. Right. Seattle's a tough game, but this doesn't feel like it's it's broken. But I don't think it's like completely broken.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that, but but I also feel like they could lose to anyone right now. The way the defense is playing, you know what I mean? Like obviously, like I don't think they're gonna lose to the Giants. Uh, but I like, don't know,
1: man, like the Dallas and Dallas, and now that you've experienced I mean,
0: like that look stadium, Arizona, it is no. You're right about that. That stadium was wild. It was so much louder than I expected. Like. People are into it. Like, that is a tough place to play. You are absolutely right. It's the coolest stadium I've ever been to, just in terms of like the the structure and what it is itself. It's yeah. unbelievable. Um, but team no, it's tough to play. But even still, man, like look, Arizona beat Dallas earlier this year. Like, I, I don't know. I just I'm not saying they will. Like, I don't think they're gonna lose to the Giants or Arizona. I think they'll beat those teams, but I'm saying the team we saw last night could lose to those teams. They could.
1: They could. I would still be extremely surprised. I
0: agree. I w- I agree. But I'm saying what we saw last night, like that performance last night, loses to one of those te- two teams. And I know that they're, you know, that's not what you're doing. It's a different thing. But all I'm saying is like. I am not taking anything for granted right now the way the Eagles are playing. Like, I still believe that they will get better, and I believe in the group, and I believe in the, the toughness and resiliency, but, like, after not no showing in Dallas, after the loss against San Francisco, like, I'm not gonna, like, give them blind trust in that way. And and I yeah. think that, like, this is a team that has shown they will not show up for some games now. And then, and if you don't show up, you're gonna lose to most professional football teams when you're playing <laughs> also, like this, yeah. you know?
1: It also super sucks for them. They have to fly to Seattle now. I know. Like it's like the final little punch from the schedule. I know. You know, like the, tough schedule the schedule really
0: like, was tough, man. Like this. Call, it ended it, up yeah. being tougher. It tough, ended it up tougher, being tougher than we all than than it thought. It like. You're right. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, thank God for fans of Philly because that was the only thing that made this trip. Um, and it was like yeah. the funny thing is Elliot's right. As I was walking into the game, I'm texting Elliot saying. This is the best thing we ever did. I'm so happy yeah, we came here. This is going to be an annual thing, which it is. We're going to a game every year now. And Granted, even though this one didn't go good. Never Dallas. Um, <laughs> but again, never. I don't ever want to step foot in that stadium again as long as I live. Uh, it was cool, but never again. Um, but um, the trip itself was amazing. And shout out to Joe yeah. at Fans of Philly. just does an amazing job of you know taking care of everything and bringing everyone together. But like we met like honestly it was it was it was humbling like I, I can't believe how many people loved the show and love the pod and came up to us and all that and uh I, I remembered I want to say like 99% of their names which I was pretty proud of um
1: uh, it, I did not yeah <laughs> I know I
0: got a few people to be like wow you're really good at names and I'm like yes you are I am um once I start drinking I get worse but um but it was awesome you know like we um I feel like we we got to meet people who who care about the pod and and part of this community that we've always talked about. I mean, um, you know, it just, uh, it was special. It was, it was really special for me. It meant, it meant everything like up until the game, it was one of the best weekends I've had in forever. And, and it was just, it was special. And uh, I, we met so many people who flew here from all kinds of places to hang out with us and to, to love the Eagles with us. And, uh, I'm just like beyond grateful. So, That's where I'm at. You
1: know what kind of like my biggest takeaway was? And all those things you said are very true. Like, Dude, we—I mean, Charlie from Denmark came. Like, we had people from New York, from Ark. Arcan- uh, uh, we topic. had Tyler
0: from St. Louis come in. We obviously yeah, we met CJ, CJ slash AK here. in Texas. Came to hang out with us. Yeah, right. Drew from Westchester. Uh, I mean, like, there's—we had a uh, uh, from Nebraska, Ellie and Jalen. Yeah, Nebraska. A, yeah, Jay, yeah, I, I told exactly. Jalen easiest name to remember all weekend was was our guy Jalen. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, like, I mean, from all over, and obviously so many people from Philly too, that which was super fun. Right. But but really, you're right, Elliot. Like, uh, I mean. And, and again, you said it, but Charlie in Denmark, our guy came from Denmark like to yeah. hang with us. And he's awesome. We love you, Charlie. Um, well, So I just, like uh, I yeah, was, it was special, man. What
1: I thought was so cool was like, like, obviously, everyone that listens to the pod is into the Eagles, like clearly, like otherwise they wouldn't be listening. But I thought what was so awesome is hanging out with everybody and meeting so many people is like. Just how all how easy it was to get along with everybody. Like it was like two seconds. Like it would like someone would come up and be like, "Hey, we listen to the pod," and like you know, twenty seconds later we're like drinking and talking about the defense or like whatever. Like it was just so cool to just see. And I knew that was the case, but like how nice everybody is. that listens to the pod, you know. Like yeah. it, like it was just so cool to like see how cool. Like we ended up. Hanging out with people, like, throughout the night. It wasn't like it, people came up and talked to us. Like, we were out pretty late, at least for me, I felt like, until, both, like, both nights, Friday yeah. and Saturday. Yeah, we went hard. Bar hopping, having drinks, talking about the Eagles, like, l- getting to know about these people's lives. Like, and to your point, it just, if you if you weren't able to be there, if you're a listener that wasn't able to be there, like, please come next year. It's so fun, and I want to meet so many of you, as many of you as I can. But, like, even the ones that weren't there this weekend, like, like Justin and, like, all, like, Man, like it's just felt like a like a family reunion. People kept I, talking is,
0: about him, like oh, it's yeah. Justin here, like stuff like that. You know, it really was. Yeah. It was, uh, it was magical, man. Again, yeah, up until was, the game, it was magical.
1: It was, it was really, really fun. And at the end of the day, what me and James probably text each other more than anything is like, just how lucky we are to have to have this, and like that people listen to us and people come and hang out with us, and like we're just. I know it's bad with the Eagles right now, but like. If you ever wants to end the pot on a good note. And, like, ultimately, win or lose, like, Philly fans are just special, man. And, like, it was really on, on display this weekend. So I think everyone should still have their head held high. You don't have to be, like, embarrassed to be an Eagles fan on Monday. Like, it's a special group. And it's, like, very meaningful to me that we got to, like, be a part of that and hang out with people this weekend. It meant everything
0: to me. I'm oh. with you. I never get to do this. I never get to go oh. on the road and hang with people yeah. and stuff. And it was like, uh, again, it was one of the coolest weekends I've ever had. You know, it was I mean, um,
1: obviously shout out fans of Philly. Shout out hey, again, Joe. Joe, you like,
0: superstar. Yeah. You man, like, oh, what an amazing job he does, making everyone happy, making everyone feel comfortable, keeping everyone together, uh, giving people opportunities to hang out, all that. It was I went yeah. to a freaking rodeo. Thank you, Joe. That was super fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah was one of the highlights of the weekend. But yeah, Elliot, to your point, was just uh, it's. I, that's why I said humbling before, you know. Yeah. I, I always joke, like I can't believe anyone listens to anything I do. Uh much less listens, likes it, and then, you know, flies well, to Dallas to hang out with us. Um yeah, I mean, looked, it, it's uh,
1: unbelievable, man. The Eagles the Eagles got humbled and so did we. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very very, very different <laughs> guy That might humbling. be our title. Well done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um but it's true. It's true to
0: everyone who came like, seriously, you, you made my weekend, you made my month, you made my year, like it means it means everything to us because because we love this and we love that we get to do this. And we know how lucky we are. we were freaking best buddies who get to talk about the Eagles to each other. Yeah. Like, are you freaking kidding me? So that yeah. that people actually respond to that and care about it and, and want to meet us and interact with us. Like, I love all of you from the bottom of my heart. Like, that's truly how I feel. And that is that is my voice. I'm not breaking up, but maybe right. I'm breaking up a little bit. Like, um, <laughs> seriously, it meant, it meant everything. <laughs> that's me. what I'll remember about the
1: weekend. Not the score, not the loss. Like, that's what I'll remember. I'm
0: totally with so. you. Totally.
1: All right. Um,
0: we're going to get on a plane. So any final thoughts yes. before we get
1: out of here? Uh, no. Honestly,
0: I feel like I feel that like was those kind those of the final thought right? right at the end there. Yeah. I was yeah. going yeah. open I'm my – I'm not going to – It was will fun, to, fun to talk about final thoughts with people and be the like – The number yeah.
1: above the head question was a big talk. Oh,
0: buddy. The number above the head thing, probably you're right. That Very probably facilitated the most, uh, the yeah. most um, interaction on a specific thing all weekend. I totally agree with right. that.
1: I know. Um, which, is, which was fun.
0: Yeah, it was really fun. And again, it was just an unbelievably amazing weekend, and we feel so lucky we got to uh, got to do it. So uh, we'll do it again next year. Um, so yes. to more details on that when the schedule comes out and all that. But um, again, thank you to everyone who came. Thank you to everyone listening. And uh, and um, you know, uh, we'll see where it goes from here. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah. not, yeah. You know, because they could get on a plane to lose in Seattle. They get on a plane to win in Seattle. But I do think, you know, like. Um, I think to Elliot's point, you know, that I, I thought this game, I need to see him show up here, and that's why I'm so down. But, like, you know, if they go and beat the, sh- you know, crap, excuse me, out of Seattle, like, you know, maybe maybe the, the things start to turn. There is an ebb and flow to the NFL and all that, but it is it is a tough game. So, um, all right, we'll be back later in the week to talk about it. We'll preview the game, obviously. Uh, Saturday show, the whole thing. Oh, and, oh, oh, oh! Elliot yes, and I are going to yes, be on the yes. radio together Thursday and Friday. Elliot's in uh, for the morning show. Uh, Joe and John are both off, so... Go Birds Radio in the morning, baby. So check Wake us out. Wake up Go Birds. It's going to be awesome. So check us out. It's going to be super fun. So um, so we got that. We'll have pods, all the good stuff. Until then, he's Adam James.